Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. is the anthem for the thuggets who are deciding to keep up with all the boy thugs who are committing maim, maiming, committing larceny, robbery, stabbings, and shootings in the streets of the five boroughs. That's right, Lou. Girl power, girl power, girl saying, don't leave us behind. I don't know if these thuggets have been inspired uh, by... Remember recently the movie with J-Lo and Cardi B, Hustlers? Remember when they were working the pole dance in a strip club in the Bronx? And then taking Johns upstairs, and while giving them a Brumski and a lap dance, would pull their loaded 9mm out, put it to their head and said, your money, your bling bling, all your life. And by the way, if there's any report to 5-0, if you eat the Parmesan cheese and ride us out, your wife will be getting pictures of what you just submitted to. I guess that might be an inspiration. Well, think about it. The classic movie, The Warriors, which was about gangs plaguing the subways and the streets in the neighborhoods of New York City back in 1979. I know that was the year I started the Guardian Angels up in the Bronx to combat all of that, and it has since spread all over the world. But one of the gangs featured... In addition to all the gangs that were battling the Warriors on their way back from Van Cortland Park to uh, Coney Island, Stillwell Avenue on the subways, probably one of your favorites to lose, the Lizzie's. Remember the all-girl gang? The assumption was that many of them were lesbians or who knows, maybe non-binary. I don't know. Back then, it was just very simple. You either heterosexual or you were a lesbian. When coming to uh, being a female, oh, you were bisexual. So let's look at this, because girls are basically saying they're not going to leave it just to the thugs. They, the thuggets, aren't going to leave it to the old boys club. Very similar to what's happening politically with all the primaries that are taking place in our area where women who are either being challenged or are challenging men uh, basically are using the same terminology. Uh, Got to get rid of the old boys club. So whether it's Carolyn Maloney versus uh, uh, the whale, Nadler, or any of the other major battles, I got to tell you, they turn out this morning dismal. As I walk the streets in New York City from the east side, upper east side to the upper west side, which is my district, the district in which you have uh, Gerald the whale, Nadler versus Carolyn Maloney, and this uh, young new Jack Patel, n- almost no turnout. 
And from people that I've spoken to with the early voting and the uh, voting this morning, dismal turnout. What a lousy idea to have uh, primaries in late August. But then again, people generally are not voting unless it's a presidential year. Apathy and indifference is the biggest enemy that our democracy has. People are just basically putting their hands in the air saying, we don't care. They're all crooks. We're not going to vote. We're not even going to take advantage of early voting, mail-in ballot voting, absentee voting, proxy voting, whatever kind of voting there is. It's horrible. But you'll get the results later on tonight on WABC. So... Give me that music because, uh, Lou, as you know, I need a little stimulation when I talk about girl gangs, girl thuggets, which are now very prominently on display in the five boroughs and across the Hudson River in Newark, New Jersey, home of the friend of all criminals, uh, the Mayor Raz Baraka, and Patterson, New Jersey. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Fetty Wap copping uh, a plea and probably doing five years for bringing drugs out to Long Island, all kinds of drugs. We'll talk about that momentarily. This is the Rip and Read edition of your lunchtime here at WABC, where I tell you the stories of the day, and then I give you commentary. And I try not to give you more agita than you got from your family, your bosses, and all the mishigash going on in your life. So let's look at case number one. It was on the L train. And it might as well have been girl gangs from the Warriors, the Lizzie's, because these girls were pounding one another on the L train. And then when they spilled out onto the L train platform at about 5 in the morning at 14th Street and 6th Avenue, they were trying to stick each other with shivs. Now, no arrests have been made, which is a little befuddling to me. Because let's face it, in Manhattan, where this occurred, Alvin Bragg, the turn him loose DA, probably would have just turned him loose anyway. But it's just showing how women are saying, hey, it ain't just the homeboys. You got to check out the homegirls. This is the age of equality. Look at those three young women who are terrorizing vendors, male street vendors at Knife Point up in the Bronx, South Bronx, right in the shadow of Yankee Stadium. These three African-American teenagers walk around, and when they see these uh, vendors, many of them uh, illegal aliens from Mexico, they pull out their ships right on River Avenue. Could be while a game is going on. It could be before the game. It doesn't matter. And the vendors are saying that the girls yell racial slurs at them, telling them go back to Mexico and then take hundreds and hundreds of dollars of their apparel and no police. No police whatsoever. Robbery is up 43% in the Bronx and 39% throughout the five boroughs. And there is an acknowledgement from law enforcement in those precincts, the 40th, 41st, 42nd, 43rd in the South Bronx and the 46th on Ryer Avenue. That a lot of these crimes now are being committed by girl gangs. That's right, girl gangs. Right near Yankee Stadium, right? We got Subway Series going on, right? Right, Yanks uh, beat the Mets, right? Hey, they're still not going to get into the World Series as long as Aaron Boone is their manager. But the point being, this is going on right in the shadow of Yankee Stadium. And nothing's being done. Nothing is being done. Hey, you think we could go back to stop and frisk? Now that we have almost equal numbers of girls and young ladies out there committing crimes as thuggets. 
So if you uh, stop and frisk a thug, it might be uh, appropriate that for every thug you stop and frisk, you stop and frisk a thugette. Because they're carrying nine millimeters loaded, they're carrying shivs, they're carrying weapons, and they're committing crimes. Look at Christina Evans, who slipped out of the 44th precinct at about 8 o'clock on Wednesday after she had been busted. Now, I don't know if she was offering some uh, sexual favors to the booking officers in the back room where they fingerprint you and then process you for arraignment. All I know is she uh, jumped out the back door and went right out into the concourse section. And guess what, Lou? Hasn't been seen since. Probably screaming, girl power. Now, let me give you the reverse. Uh, Lower this, please, Lou, because this is really, really serious. This is the third time I'm using the 50,000 powerful watts of sound, the number one news talk station in the nation, to try to throw, throw a lifeline out to two heroic female police officers of the NYPD who appear to be abandoned by their own department, the mayor, Eric Adams, uh, the swagger man with no plan, and possibly Pat Lynch at the PBA, although I am trying to reach him. I, I cannot for the life of me understand this. Let me set this scene. This occurs every day, every night, in parts of the five boroughs of the city of New York. Monsters of mayhem, barbarians, descend upon the asphalt in their dirt bikes. First off, what are they doing on the streets in dirt bikes, Right. Right there, they should be stopped and cited. Most of them are stolen. Uh, they don't have paperwork. They don't have registrations. And they should be seized. And the individuals should be told if you don't want to lock them up, uh, as seems to be in the air nowadays, just tell them when you got your paperwork, you can come to the local precinct and you could uh, request your property back. And almost 95% of them will never show up because they're stolen. So anyway, there are armies of marauders. Every day, every night throughout the five boroughs, you go up to Inwood, you go to Washington Heights, you go out to Queens, no matter where, what borough, then nobody, nobody is safe from these domestic terrorists. And so two brave female police officers in a marked car with their, with their bells and whistles going. So they had on their lights and they had on their sirens. And they were chasing these ATVs right in the shadow of Jackson Avenue and Long Island City where they've been terrorizing the neighborhood every night below the number seven train. Unlike their colleagues who have been told, do not engage in a chase of these monsters of mayhem, Nikitas Janios, write that number, that name down, Nikitas Janios and Myra Cardona Contero said enough is enough. And so they started chasing these ATV guys, all-terrain vehicle guys, because they were going up the wrong streets, they were on the sidewalks, they were terrorizing local people. And it just so happens, as they were chasing them to try to stop them, arrest them, this one uh, enemy of society, Angel Lopez, age 22, on this stolen ATV, got that, Lou? It was a stolen ATV, rammed right into an 18-wheel tractor trailer and was dead on arrival. Turns out that this past April, he was arrested in the Bronx for attempted murder and cut loose by who? Darcel. Open up the jail cells in the Bronx, Clark. Another turn him loose DEA. Who doesn't get the same attention as Alvin Bragg? But she's even worse. 
So imagine, here's Angel Lopez, enemy of society, on a stolen ATV, terrorizing the neighborhood in Long Island City, who in April had been arrested in the Bronx for attempted murder, cut loose by D.A. Darcel Clark. And guess who was told to turn in their badges and guns for this? Nikita Janios and Myra Cardona Cantero of the 108th Precinct. We got to do something to save this. You talk about girl power. This is girl power. These are female police officers who put everything on the line for us. They didn't have to do this. Because ever since Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed this city that we love, and his uh, lapdog police commissioner, Dermot they stopped pursuits of the dirt bikes, the ATVs, and the quads. These women's lives, these women's reputations, these women's women's careers are on the line. And nobody seems to be throwing them a lifeline. We here at WABC, I intend on uh, pushing this case until we get justice for these two uh, female police officer cops. Meantime, notice when it involves a NYP deputy chief, everything is different. Lou, when it involves white shirts, hey, it's like uh, the Red Sea parting for Moses. As Moses and the chosen people were escaping Yul Brenner, the pharaoh of Egypt. So you had, again, these marauders were on the FDR drive Friday night. Finally, the cops decided, let's cordon them off. We'll stop all traffic on the FDR and we'll box them in. And then they'll have nowhere to go. We'll get them south. We'll get them north. And then we'll start clipping them one by one because, again, most of these dirt bikes, ATVs, all-terrain vehicles, and quads are stolen, and they have no paperwork. Well, one of these enemies of society decided that he would escape, and so he popped his ATV in reverse, and in the process, he knocked down Deputy Chief John Shell, causing the officer to fall to the ground and suffer multiple injuries. And then he was blocked by police officers. He could not escape. And he was uh, cuffed, had to be tasered first. He was resisting arrest. And he was hit with a laundry list of charges. Assault on a police officer, resisting arrest, leaving the scene of an accident with injury, obstruction of government administration, criminal mischief, disorderly conduct, failure to obey a police officer, and a violation of designated one-way road signs. This is Manhattan. What do you think happened, Lou? Well, believe it or not, the ADA assigned to the case for Alvin Bragg, who turns him loose, wanted $10,000 bail. But, oh, no, Judge Melissa Lewis, appointed to the bench by former Mayor Bill de Blasio, released this enemy of society on supervised release. I have asked this question again and again. There is no such thing as supervised release. That is bull feathers. And if many of you out there think, oh, they're going to put a fortune off ankle bracelet on this guy and track his movements wrong. And even if they did put a fortune off ankle bracelet on, it's so easy to take off your ankle and put it around the neck of your cat or your dog. And they're walking around while you're violating curfew and going out and committing crime. This suspect who is from Ozone Park has four prior sealed arrests. Why do they keep sealing these arrests? I'll tell you why. Because they cop a plea and they promise never to do it again. I hope my, cross my heart and hope to die. Nail this guy, man. Nail this guy. Oh, yeah. He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I like to be in America. 
for a smoky in America. Everything free in America. Underlay, underlay, underlay. The illegal aliens continue to pour forth from the border between Mexico and Texas. And Governor Abbott, as he has promised, is asking any of them, you want to pound the hound, take this greyhound, and go to Nueva York? See, 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 see. Why? Because they've seen on television, excuse me, Telemundo and Univision, which has an international reach in their countries of origin, whether it's Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, Colombia, Venezuela. Wow, you come to New York City, you get a lot of free stuff, especially after that Sunday extravaganza outside of Lincoln Hospital, where the illegals were lined up, and I mean they were getting mad swag bags at taxpayers' expense, and they were getting free Obama phones. Yes, courtesy of Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, who yesterday was protesting, protesting and saying, what are you talking about? If anybody had shown up in Lincoln Hospital, they could have gotten their own Eric Adams swag bag. Get out of here. I mean, this this guy has been played like a Dunkin' Yo-Yo by Governor Abbott. Remember when we were kids and you would play with your Dunkin' Yo-Yo, walk the dog, put him to sleep. But that's exactly what Abbott has done. And the buses keep coming. And guess what? We've been told lies, lies, more lies. We've always been told that most of the homeless in New York City are mothers with children. That's always been a lie. It has predominantly always been single, able-bodied males in the shelter system. All you got to do is visit shelters and learn to count. Well, let's face it, I didn't make it to a high school, so maybe they'll hold that against me. But the preponderance of regular homeless people, American homeless people in New York City, are single, able-bodied males. Now, the other piece of propaganda is all the uh, Catholic charity advocates and Cardinal Dolan and the elected officials who are embracing these illegal aliens at taxpayers' expense have again said, no, 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 no. The predominance, uh, the preponderance of those coming across illegally are mothers with children. Bullfeathers. Look at the video. Look at these young male adults coming in, many of them with tattoos on their neck like giraffes, on their knuckles. All you got to do is look at, oh, you know what? It'd be interesting, uh, Lou. I'm going to teach you the signs for MS-13 and 18th Street, the notorious uh, murderous gangs. And as they come off the bus, you'll throw gang signs at them. And if they respond in kind, which you have to do if they're members of those gangs, then we can ride them out to ICE that the city and the state won't cooperate with, the only law enforcement agency that's doing anything to lock up MS-13, 18th Street, and as uh, former President Trump described them as those bad hombres. Well, anyway, it turns out, let's look at the analytics. 700 coming across supposedly as unaccompanied minors. This is the quickest way to get into the country and be given an easy pass if you are deemed to be an unaccompanied minor. 700 actually were proven to be young adults and older than that. There was this guy, Jose, who turned out to be 34, who not only tried to pretend to be 16, but he had the dates of his three kids that he's the father of tattooed on his neck. And so Lemigre, Immigration and Naturalization, ICE asked them, Wait a second. You're 16 and you've already had three kids? 
And he was stumbling and mumbling in uh, Spanish. And actually, legal aid attorneys were saying, take the fifth, take the fifth. You don't have to answer any of those questions. So, again, this is bogus. But let me update you on the place that eventually all of these illegal aliens will stay at our, the sucker taxpayer's expense. Remember for years when we would sit late night in the wee hours of the morning? Remember we'd be watching uh, Channel 9 or Channel 11 or Channel 5, and there would be advertisements for the Milford Plaza to all of those watching, hoping we could lure them to New York City right to the heart of the theater district. Come on along, I'll take you to the lullaby of Broadway. The Gray and Valley Who, the lullaby of Broadway. And in the center of it all is the Milford Plaza. Stay at the Milford Plaza Hotel with cocktail, dinner, and breakfast for $49.50 per person. Discover why we are the lullaby of Broadway. The Milford Plaza is the lullaby of all Broadway. Uh, well, it's changed name many times. It's an LLC, which means it tries to protect the names of those who actually own this, who I would bet you when all is said and done, if you follow the progressive breadcrumbs, are either friends of Governor Crime Wave Holcomb or Eric Adams, uh, the swagger man with no plan as mayor of the city of New York. Uh, but it's now called Roe NYC. They were on the verge of bankruptcy in June. Glory, Halioski, hallelujah. Now they are the repository for all these illegal aliens. Right there on 44th and 8th, right at the entrance of the Great White Way Broadway and all the shows and all the musicals. Anyway, uh, credit to the New York Post, particularly their crackerjack reporter Nolan Hicks, who did something I was incapable of doing. And they broke down the analytics of how much this is going to charge. They estimate. Just for the rooms alone that we're talking about at the Milford Plaza, now called the Row NYC, $300 million of room service charge. And right now, there are no feds involved. The state is not involved. The only ones holding the bill is obviously the sucker taxpayers, you and I, who live in the five boroughs, because that's, that's where the money is going to come from. You know, Eric Adams has been pretending that he has a lifeline to... Um, um, Papa Chulo, Joe Biden, who, if you remember, in the campaign against then-President uh, Donald Trump, said, Hey, Andale, Andale, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? I'm your Papa Chulo. Come to America. Come to America. And if they stop you at the border, you just say you're a guest of Papa Chulo Biden. And as you know, Eric Adams has described himself as the Biden of Brooklyn. But now that Biden has emerged from his two-week vacation in some kind of cellar somewhere in South Carolina... Who knows, maybe he'll eventually uh, answer the call of his number one supporter, Eric Adams, the swagger man who has no plan. $300 million, credit to the New York Post today, uh, Nolan Hicks. Keep it up. Let's find out who they are friends of. My anticipation is if you follow the paper trail, you will see that they are donors to Crime Wave Kathy Hochman, who is seeking re-election uh, to governor against... Um, Congressman Lee Zeldin, no, we got we, we to put aside uh, all interests and coalesce behind Congressman Lee Zeldin, Zeldin to stop this uh, nonsense. Or they're friends of Eric Adams. And they uh, wine, dine, and pocket line Eric Adams not far from, um, 
from the uh, Milford Plaza, now called Rural New York City. That's on 44th and 8th. And Eric Adams can oftentimes uh, be seen at 9 o'clock every night with his entourage going to an Italian restaurant on West 52nd Street. He's very open about it. He goes in, he gets his meals till about 12 midnight, and then he doesn't pay for them. The old gray lady, the New York Times, cold busted him in a front page, uh, front page article. And uh, there is now a stalemate between the McWhitey Whiteys at the old gray lady who say they're right and Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan who says his complexion is his protection and that they're just attacking a Uriel Asiatic proud black man who happens to be mayor of the city of New York. How do we resolve this? So I happen to be looking at the New York Post today, full page ad promoting our many shows. And I saw, wow, early morning news. And they gave props, uh, our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, to Deb Valentine, to Jacqueline Carl, to Bob Brown, the veterans. But I noticed they left out the new Jack. Oh, man, Frank Diaz. Uh, come in here, Frank. Uh, I got to help you. I got to help you. What's man. up, Curtis? You see, you're like the Jimmy Olsen here at WABC. You're the, you're the new Jack. You got to make your bones, man. You're up against these vets. Deb Valentine, Jacqueline Carl. Bob Brown, they've been doing this for years. You're like, a, you're, you're new to this, right? You're, you're breaking in, right? Uh, I mean, I've been in news for, what, seven years? More than seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, a baby. Radio. you're a baby. Yeah, you're a baby yeah. compared to these vets. So of course. I got an assignment for you. We are going to follow up on Eric Adams. I can't do it because I'm identifiable everywhere. But listen to what he had to say yesterday as he was sparring with the New York Times. I have a favorite restaurant called La Baia. I have a favorite restaurant in the Bronx that's owned by Fernando Mateo. I have a favorite restaurant in Brooklyn called Sugar Hill. I have a favorite restaurant all over the city. I mean, this is so silly. <laughs> They're saying that Eric goes out to restaurant. Breaking news. Duh. Yes, I do. And I don't hide in doing it. So the reason they knew I was at La Baia, because they sit outside La Baia. I think they were too afraid to go to the South Bronx and stand outside those restaurants. <laughs> Aha! He says the New York Times, the McWhitey Whiteys are too afraid to go to the South Bronx. But Frank Diaz, let me ask you, what is your ethnic background? I am Puerto Rican and Italian. Oh, this is good. Where do you live, uh, Frank Diaz? In the Bronx. You're young, right? Yeah. You got a beard on? I do. You could pass as the Grand Marshal for the annual Puerto Rican Day Parade. <laughs> You really could, man. I'm telling you. So you heard what Eric Adams said about my nemesis in the Republican primary running for mayor, Fernando Mateo, who I crushed. And I happen to remember looking into the audience. You, Frank Diaz, was sitting there with a number of paparazzi and media right here in the studios at WABC, the first Debate of many to come. And remember these memorable words of what I said about that. Utraditor. Fernando. Mateo. That's interesting, Fernando. You say you're not a politician, yet you're a de Blasio Republican. You raised money for him. Straw purchase donors, which is illegal. You helped elect the man who single-handedly has destroyed this city. There is no person that I've run into in this campaign, Republican, Democrat, or Independent, who has a nice word to say about Bill de Blasio. How could you have raised money for Bill de Blasio, did it illegally, 
called him an honorable man, and then watched him destroy this city that I love and everyone in this room loves. How could you have done that? You are a a de Blasio Republican. And now an Adams Republican. So, yeah. Fra- Frank Diaz, you're the man for this, South Bronx. So that, that debate was uh, was a debate that I had to report on when I uh, when I got the job. That was that was the, uh, the the trial that they gave. I me. remember seeing you in the audience saying this guy's going to be biased towards Fernando Mateo because he looks like Pancho Villa. I mean, you really do with that beard, man. So you are perfect for the job. Do you know where this restaurant is that Eric Adams goes to once a week? Uh, that Fernando Mateo owns. It's Zona de Cuba, which is on 149th and Grand Concourse in the South Bronx. It's right on top of the big post office that's over there. Very so it's, it's very, it's very hard to miss. It's it's hard to miss. Now, now you see Deb Valentine and Jacqueline Carl and Bob Brown. They would stand out because they're McWhitey Whiteys, right? They say, "Who the hell? Why are they here?" But you, you blend right in. You you, you gotta order some food there. Gotta order some. I mean, I gotta. I mean, it, well, first, I gotta dress the part because it says uh, right here on the menu. I have it. It says formal attire required. So I gotta come in, you know, a suit or something. But I'm looking at the menu, and it's like half a roasted chicken, thirty three dollars, served in a garlic butter wine sauce, pineapple mango pork chops, forty six dollars with a. Puree Wait of, a second. Hold on. It's not pork chops. You got to say it right. Chuletas. Chul- uh, pineapple, mango, chuletas. Con arroz habichuelas <laughs> with a big chuleta on it. Come on, practice. Well, yeah, Can uh, you speak Spanish? Un poquito. Como estas, Curtis? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect for the job. It's yeah. a, a puree of ripe plantains and finished in a delicious pineapple mango oh, sauce. $46. You Look, you paid for it. Who's you covered gonna, it. I was going to say, who's going to pay for this? Let me tell you. Did Woodward and Bernstein, when they were following Deep Throat for all the president's men, uh, in the probably most famous uh, reporters, uh, what can we call it, a, uh, a, 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 a mission in Watergate, right? Do you think they asked, who's going to pay for this meal? No. Now it's time to earn your bones. Listen to what else Eric Adams has had to say, Frank. I pay every bill, not the city. I pay every bill. And so you say, well, why don't you give receipts? What mayor have you ever asked to get receipts for his private dinners? You can't have a rule for Eric and then a rule for everyone else. Some people allow that. I don't. I owe no one a receipt of a private dinner that I have with people in this city. And I'm not going to start being treated differently, and I won't accept that. Now, he gets his meals free there from Fernando Mateo, the Eric Adams Republican. You cannot show up with your guinea tea, and you cannot show up smoking a Dutch Masters uh, or a Philly. You gotta, it's got to be a Cohiba. You, you understand? Cohiba, white silk shirt, or not even white, just a silk shirt and a gold chain. All right, and then once the meal is completed and you have documented that Eric Adams has gotten this meal on the cuff because he never pays for it, then you must follow him where? Now, let me tell you something else that they didn't report. They didn't report when I finish my meals at the restaurant that I go in the subway system to meet the conductors and motormen and ride over them throughout the night to make sure we, we're doing the job we deserve. They didn't report how I go to the areas of the city to make sure what happens during the midnight hours. Because if I'm going to hang out with the boys, I'm going to get up with the men. I'm up every morning doing my job. 
If he's going to hang out with the drug boys, he's going to be up with the men in the morning. Man, he is so full of bull feathers. You know damn well he doesn't go downstairs in 149th Grand Concourse into the bowels of the number four train, which connects to the two and three. You know, you're familiar with that. Subway the line, two right? and the five, yeah. And you would blend in so well. Now, what you do is, because I don't want him to think that you're the same guy, because I know he doesn't ride the train tonight. But just in case he decides to do that, after getting free meals from that Eric Adams Republican, Fernando Mateo, have a can of cerveza in your hand. Look a little bit half in the bag, right? Be mumbling in Spanish and follow him to the Club Zero Bond where he breaks it to the oh, to the break of dawn. Come on now, Frank Diaz. <laughs> I'm helping you earn your stripes so that in the next full-page ad at WABC, it'll say, look at our early morning news department, Deborah Valentine, Jacqueline Carl, Bob Brown, and yes, the Jimmy Olsen at WABC, Frank who gets into the belly of the beast wherever people of color are, Diaz. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. Look, baby girl, you're so damn fine, though. I'm trying to know if I can hit it from behind, though. I'm sipping on you like some fine wine, though. And when it's over, I press rewind, though. Oh, it's Betty Wap. Come on. Patterson in the house. Up the hill, down the hill. First ward, fourth ward. I've seen Fetty Wap there years before. Pimping behind a bench. Getting out like he owned the world. Everybody said, yo, Fetty, 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 Fetty. I said, man. I don't like this guy at all, Fetty Wap. Then again, what rappers do I really like, right? None of them. But I knew when I eyeballed him, Lou, and by the way, I can only eyeball one eyeball because that's all he's got, the one eyeball. But when I I fornicated him and he mad-dogged me right there in the fourth ward, I said, man, this guy's got a side hustle. He ain't just making mad money doing rap. You know, and he did the typical rap. You know, he got the girlies, the booty call, you know, the money, the guns. You know, typical rap crap. And then I said, man, this guy's got a side hustle. Beware, Long Island, because there is a train of these degenerate hip-hop monsters who try to keep it real no matter who they are, whether they're big time like Fetty Wap or Wannabes, who are coming into Nassau County, Suffolk County, they're stealing catalytic converters. They're stealing cars right out of your driveway. They're doing carjackings. And then they're getting released to go back to Essex County or go to uh, Passaic County. This way they can man up and come back and do it all over again. So, hey, Balone out there in Suffolk County and the uh, county executive in Nassau County. Man, you, 
man, you guys, you guys better know what's going on. Look at what Fetty Wap just did yesterday, Lou. He pled guilty in federal court to dealing cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, where? In Long Island. And the only reason that he copped early on what can be five years in a federal penitentiary, which will just give him more street cred, is that he was caught recently on a FaceTime with one of the witnesses showing the witness on FaceTime video his nine and saying, I know where you live, sucker. I'm going to be outside your crib, and I'm going to blow you away if you even think of cooperating with the feds. So now Fetty Wap is going out to Long Island to deal drugs. You don't think a lot of the less than prime time wannabe rappers from Patterson and Newark aren't doing that? Beware out there. But from Fetty Wap to a much, much more serious situation. And we covered this extensively last week. You remember the horse named Ryder. Ryder was part of the uh, horse carriage industry that at times has been extraordinarily cruel to the very horses that allow those tourists to pay extreme amounts of money to go around Central Park. There's supposed to be uh, rules and regulations, but it was obvious on that day of August 10th when Ryder collapsed halfway between Central Park West and the stables in Chelsea that Ryder was almost down for the count. You remember the video, Hot Sweltering Heat, and his carriage horse uh, driver was whipping him, whipping him until, get up, get up, get up. And then the surrounding population was screaming at him, oh, what are you doing? You're torturing that horse. And then finally the NYPD came and they bathed the horse rider with water and ice. And eventually Ryder got up, went back to its uh, stall. And the supporters of the horse carriage industry, especially their union, TWU Local 100, they represent subway workers and a lot of bus workers. What the hell they're doing representing these torturers, these individuals who take the horses out every day and they're just they're tortured in what they have to do. Well, it turns out that, my God, according to a vet, Ryder is 26 years old, 12 years older than was, was previously reported, the uh, owner of Ryder, who wants to remain anonymous, has said, no, 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 he's neurologically damaged because he was eating possum poop. So ridiculous. And now all of a sudden, Ryder is out of sight, out of mind. TWU Local 100, that has no business being involved in this business, has said that Ryder, this horse, has since retired and undergone treatment at a vacation farm, after which he'll be placed in a permanent home. I don't believe them, Lou. I'll bet your rider has been sent off to a glue factory or a slaughterhouse. This is what they always do. Where's the transparency? Let's see the proof, TWU Local 100, and why you would be encouraging and protecting this barbaric industry that was pointed out to all of us by the great mid-morning talk show host Barry Gray back in the 60s. A tribute to him, and let's make sure we end this industry once and for all. 